Every person feels nervous when they up-level in their lives. That's totally normal. Don't you worry one bit. That's just the name of the game. But the crippling anxiety, that's something else. That comes from bypassing the one and going straight to the two. From Nat's Numbers, I'm Nat. And this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Let's decode the superpowers in your chart and in the people around you to create magic, synchronicity, and empowerment in your life. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 16. In this week's podcast, you're going to learn how to step into this new opportunity in your life with a higher level of confidence and proficiency. So if you need a little pep talk, if you need some cheerleading, getting back into this magical energy of the universe, stay tuned. There's some juicy stuff here. And before we begin, I want to just say like a big, deep, heartfelt thank you to those blessed souls who took the time out to rate the podcast over on iTunes. I think one of them is from my father. (laughs) But to BG3 and Gemsmith59, thank you so much for letting me know how I'm doing and what you guys are enjoying. I appreciate you so much. Okay, let's get right into the podcast. I will see you guys on the other side, and I hope you enjoy. So I promised you guys some more magical wisdom on the one universal month of September. And so here I am. I've got a lot to say. So in, um, in episode 15, we talked about September being a month of new opportunities on steroids. I mean, in all honesty, we have a new opportunity every day, right? The fact that we wake up alive for another day is a new opportunity. But in the context of cycles in numerology, when we're in such a powerful emphasis on the number one, it's almost like this month outside stuff is going to be calling you to step into a bigger and bolder new beginning. So now what? (laughs) What do you do to embrace these new opportunities and rise to the occasion? Well, I think that the most powerful and simple step that you can take if you're feeling unsure, if you're feeling doubtful, is to go to the wizard school and take the class of confidence. That's one of the most important things that the number one wants to teach you. And so welcome. Welcome to class 101 on confidence, on the superpower of self-sustenance and independence. I'm going to try to give you as much as I can give you. Because this month, I really want you to not only be in your new life, but to embrace an up-leveling into a brand new elevated experience. So I'm going to give you all that you got so that you can say, yes, I got this. This is mine. So confidence. Gosh, confidence is so misunderstood. I misunderstood it for so long. You know, I used to think that confidence was like saying, I'm awesome, I'm great, I know how to do anything and everything. But I've learned from the number one in numerology that there's a certain species of confidence that jumpstarts new beginnings, that elevates new opportunities. 
And it's a kind of confidence that takes us to places that most don't go. You know, those, those pioneering places, the cutting edge places, the places that, you know, your relatives, your friends, they haven't been there yet. So this species of confidence, it comes from being self-aware and caring about the self that you're aware of. In a way, we could just end the podcast right now if you just remembered that sentence and if you really felt it. Confidence comes from being self-aware and caring about the self that you're aware of because that in and of itself takes you to the greatest and grandest of places. But let's keep going. You might think, like I used to, that you're one of the self-aware ones, right? But just wait, because by the end of the podcast, I'm going to give you examples of what that self-awareness looks like in everyday life. You might be surprised at where you stand with the number one and how much progress and magic you can create by simply using its power with some simple tips. Carl Jung my most favorite mentor who I will never meet. (laughs) He was the guy who founded analytical psychology. He talked about a moment when he first felt the force and the instinct of the number one as a grown man. The number one being self-awareness. One morning, he took the long way to the university in his car. And suddenly, he says, for a single moment, he had this overwhelming impression of having just emerged from a dense cloud. And he says, I knew at once, now I am myself. Yes, previously I had existed, but everything merely happened to me. Now I happened to myself. Now I knew I'm myself now. Now I exist. This is what I want so bad for you this month. I want you to realize that you exist. I want you to become aware of yourself and care about that self. And I know it sounds so funny to think that confidence comes from being aware that you exist, that being able to really embrace these new opportunities means that you have to acknowledge the fact that you're here. But you would be surprised at how many of us, myself included, forget that we exist in the hour-to-hour, day-to-day experience of life. My favorite definition of confidence is this. Confidence is knowing that you're going to make the right decisions for you. It's knowing that you can trust yourself. No wonder self-awareness or the number one is imperative to developing confidence. I imagine confidence as being this like cozy tea room inside of you with big pillowy couches and warm sunlight filtering through the windows. And it's a room where you get to meet, listen to, and engage in a relationship with your oldest and most treasured friend. You. When you think of confidence that way, it's mind-blowing, and it makes total sense. If you never show up to that tea room, you never get to meet the person who's waiting in there. 
that wise, insightful person, that leader. If you never show up to that tea room, invariably you suffer from a crippling and mysterious insecurity that just won't abate no matter how hard you try. And it's a very valid insecurity because life is dangerous if you're not truly in yours. Life is dangerous if you're not truly in your life. Now, I know this to be true because I found that a lot of people that have 11s and 2s in their core numerology chart suffer from a higher incidence of intense anxiety. And I, with a two soul's urge or heart's desire, struggled with anxiety my whole life until I began to develop the superpower of the number one. If you're born with this affinity for the two, you naturally bypass the number one. And instead, you opt for sensing, feeling, and empathizing more with others than with yourself. And you never actually get to develop your sense of self. You forget that you even exist. Let me give you an example of what the one versus two might look like. My daughter had her first day of high school a freshman year. And her greatest insecurity leading up to it was that she had no idea where her classes were, right? How would she find them? What would happen if she got lost? Just like you, she's stepping into this incredible, destiny-changing new beginning. And she's still unsure of herself. And it didn't help that that morning, because we have so many forest fires in Oregon, She woke up to a red sun and dust falling from the sky. And she says, oh, this is great. Okay, Armageddon on the first day of high school. (laughs) But we get in the car and we start heading there. And every kid that we pass along the streets is in the same boat, right? It's timeless, this feeling of the number one. We all know the archetypal historical feeling of the new opportunity, right? The new kid at school walking into a new job for the first time, your first day at the gym, opening up the restaurant door to meet your date for the first time. None of us are immune to the cycle of the number one and the self-trust that it mines for. I saw kindergarten, elementary school, junior high school, high school kids all experiencing the nervousness of stepping into the unknown. Just minutes after dropping Cammie off, she texts me. And it just so happens that I had uh, parked just blocks away because I was like taking a moment. (laughs) You know what I mean? I was like having some mother tears because when a loved one's new beginning is happening, it's also your own new beginning. And so she sent me pictures of her class list and a map of the campus with a message all in caps saying, the schedule is so confusing, so pray for me. Prayer emoji, prayer emoji, prayer emoji. I didn't even know that there were prayer emojis. And I was sitting there so desperate to say the right thing. I'm thinking, okay, this is my moment as a mother. And so at first I sent her some advice on how to read the map. And then when I was thinking about my next response, I ended up erasing like five different versions. And I ended up just texting her, you got this. 
you got this. And what I really meant by that, and what I really want to say to you, is that you exist. Sit with that. You exist. That person is there in you. And sometimes sometimes being aware that you exist and that that person is there, sometimes that's enough. Sometimes that's enough to embrace this new opportunity. That you're not alone. That there's a, a presence with you. If the number one was a superpower in a Hollywood movie, I've always imagined it as being the ability to be in any environment and being able to sustain yourself, right? Like you could be in a jungle or a desert or on the ocean and you could generate what you need. Energy, food, sustenance, guidance, all of that from within, from within that fleshy container of you. You know what a common misconception with the number one is that it's lonely. You know, as I'm talking about this, you might be thinking, this is like making me depressed. Okay, become self-aware and care about that self that I've become aware of. Sometimes it makes us uncomfortable. Because we think that that means being independent from others. But that's a complete BS misconception. What the number one really is about, what independence really means, is being dependent on what's within. If you ever get a chance to meet a highly developed and trained one life path or one expression number person, they're going to inspire you. They're... (laughs) They can go to places that others can't go simply because they have taken up the real estate of themselves. So back to Cammie, right? She's so nervous and I say, you got this. You exist. You got this. Why would I say that to you? Why would I say that to her? Because every person feels nervous when they up-level in their lives. That's totally normal. Don't you worry one bit. That's just the name of the game. But the crippling anxiety, that's something else. That comes from bypassing the one and going straight to the two. Like for Cammie on campus, this is what it would have looked like. If she didn't affirm, I got this. If she didn't enter that tea room inside of her where there's a person waiting, she probably would have sought out someone else to follow that could do the confidence self-existing for her, maybe a friend. And she would find that she would trust their intuition to go left versus right, right? She would have more confidence in their social graces to ask for directions or, or their ability to read the map and try out different directions. Yeah, I mean, the two is an incredible superpower in its own right, being supportive, collaborative, connecting, But when it comes to new beginnings, when it comes to treading a new path, you need the one. Otherwise, you're stuck. You're limited. And saying yes to these new things in your life, it feels impossible because no one else knows how to do it right but you. So if you still don't know that you have the power to exist and sustain yourself on your own, you might say no to things this month that are actual yeses to you. I want you to say yes to up-leveling. 
So how do we do that? How do you embrace new opportunities? How do you become self-aware and then care about the self that you're aware of? It's actually quite simple. It's not complicated. It comes down to what this looks like in your everyday life. First of all, take the long way to school. Take the long way to work. Meet up with the person in that tea room. And that doesn't require being alone. It requires being quiet and listening to what's going on inside. If you want to go somewhere this month and other people don't want to go, still go. Just bring you along, even if it's uncomfortable. And read the map. Ask for directions when you need it. Ask where the bathroom is so you can go pee now versus wait an hour until it's horribly uncomfortable. When you're thirsty, ask for water. Instead of standing out in the side on the sun, find a space to sit in the bleachers through the crowd. Turn the radio to the music you like. When they ask, say what you really want for your birthday or where you really want to go out to eat at a restaurant. I know self-care is so trite. I know it seems that way, but it's truth. When you become aware of yourself and you take care of it, it takes care of you. And this kind of invincibility happens where no matter what big, grand, experiences you're going for, no matter how hard you're pushing the envelope, you know that you can do it. You know that you can navigate on the campus of this new life. You got this. So if you guys have questions about what specifically is coming up for you as you step into this new opportunity, please go over to the blog, leave me a question, let me know how you're doing because I might actually feature your question in next week's podcast. Please rate this over on iTunes or Google Play if you value it and you like it. Share it with your friends and family. And as always, know that I am here. There is a link in the show notes if you want to have a one-on-one session with me to find out what kind of awesome new experience you might be having based on your numerology chart. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.